uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get things started. Um, today we are with a wonderful cinematographer, editor, camera operator, Mr. Joey DeLisi, a good close personal friend of ours that we have, I've known you for what now? Quite a few years, right? Like It's been a little while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, definitely. I, I met you almost right after I met Alan. Probably right? four or five years ago. Yeah, yeah I want to yeah. say that's how I met you. And then I was like thinking about it. I was like, maybe we, um, I can't remember did if we met before the Cork Lounge because you're f- mutual friends with uh, Paul Grenning, right, as well? Or I don't think I know Paul. Mm. Maybe. I don't know because I remember at Cork that. Lounge pool, at playing pool and I was with Alan and we all. We were at a bar? Where yeah, Cork Lounge. Man. <laughs> said your memory is better than mine. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, this was like years ago. Yeah, this was years ago. How much yeah, was Joey yeah. drinking that? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. We were all probably yeah. pretty yeah. drink. We're probably doing all right. We're playing pool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. No. But nice. uh, yeah, we. That sounds about right with Alan. Where if we find a pool table. Well, the thing is, is that like I was with Alan, and we all I was like, hey, a couple of my buddies are at Cork Lounge, and we're like, all right, let's just roll through, and you guys were already there. Nice. Just yeah. just hustling tables. Yeah, hustling tables. <laughs> Did and, you work uh, with Alan at the time? Uh, I can't remember. I want to say, yeah, we were still working at Tasty Trade at that time. Yeah. Okay, Tasty Trade to connect with you gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Got was, you, got you. That, okay. that's, yeah, that was all, all our common factors. The majority yeah. of our guests yeah, recently have been like, that's where we kind of, that's where a lot of my network started, where it's like, oh, yeah. no, I know this guy, this guy, he knows these people. Like, Yeah, and you're definitely one of those like first few out of my first big boy jobs where I was like, oh, now I'm starting to meet like legit artists that, that are great at what they do. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Like I, I literally love like all the stuff you make. Every, I was just talking about you the other Thanks, day man. to my coworker. That. I was saying, I was telling him, I was like, you know what? I was like, Joey's, he's interesting, man. Because like every, every all the work that I see he puts out, like the look and the overall quality of it is just mm, justice. Like, sexy and i'm like damn that looks good like damn, thank fuck you, you. Man. that looks good that's, <laughs> like it's, it's, i really appreciate that but and then i see that and i'm like dude you should be doing like big time like commercials or like let's TV do it spots let's and do shit. it let's yeah it. and then it's just like but then i go through the the stuff you make you do like a lot of like documentaries like yeah a lot of local chicago artist type stuff yeah. and like i f- in my head i feel like you should be going bigger and better but then like i watch the content you make and i'm like no this is what he should be making like he uh. is this is good. Like everything you make that I've seen, specifically your documentary series, everything that you have on your website right now, mm-hmm. I get like enthralled in it right away. Oh, I'm just dope. like, yep, I'm that's, in it. Awesome. Like, let's go. Um, so can you give everyone just a little bit of context, like where you started and like how yeah. it's progressed over yeah. time? Tell us a story. So I don't know, man. I mean, so we grew up. So uh, previous guest, Alan Rosenquist, yeah. the homie, a mutual homie. We literally grew up a block next to each other. So we grew up skateboarding, filming. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alan was like the director, took initiative, formed the squad, got the car pulled together. <laughs> I jumped in the car, would jump down some shit. He would film it. But the rule was if you weren't skating, you were probably filming. Okay. Because if you weren't getting the clip, your homie was trying to get a clip. So you have to like, like help each other out. Get yeah. your fucking right. VHS cam. <laughs> that probably, cams. you hopefully. You don't know what you're doing, right? Like 14, <laughs> yeah. and hopefully you get the shot, and my my attention span is, like, not over here filling some of this <laughs> shit. So basically, like, there was that influence early on, and then, like, photo class. We had a dope, like, photo class art. We had some art-centric classes in high school. Okay. Some nice, good electives cool. with darkroom, 
some cool, like, much props to my teachers in high school that got me more into, like, the visual context of things. Okay. But I kind of put that down, went to school, partied and drank too much. As we uh, all did. Meandered through college, like, switched majors, like, six times. Like, oh, wow. For real, like, all the time. I was, like, psych major, English major, psych major, English. So I ended up getting a degree in journalism. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to be a writer in the time mm-hmm. when journalism was in the shitter. Like, right when yeah. journalism hit the shitter, I was like, let's do it. I got my degree. <laughs> you know, like, me. Um, but no, you know, I I was into that for, so I, 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 ended up, I ended up kind of writing and I had a curiosity and a knack to like want to explore what was going on in the city. So it was a lot of arts like subculture and like mm-hmm. local news. And then I, out the gate, I freelanced for the red eye for a little while. I freelanced for like Gaper's block was this cool blog news site that was around okay. for a while. Yeah. A lot of like arts and, and like culture. And, uh, so I essentially just wrote about the things I wanted to check out. And luckily there was like this path for me that made sense there. Okay. But as time went on, I was like, okay, I need photos with these stories. I know yeah. people's attention spans. Yeah. Like, where's the photos? They don't. People don't like to read anymore. I need photos yeah. or video. And I busted out the point and shoot camera that I got for like Christmas one year, yeah. and I was like, re-stoked on photography. Yep. I had homies that were kind of in the industry, but it didn't. Something like woke up around like twenty two, twenty three, and I was like, oh, I'm behind the camera now. Yeah. And I literally put down writing like. Like I and made a commitment to be like I'm visual now, mm-hmm. and nice. I did it kind of on and off both. Was there a reason that you you jumped to that from writing? It didn't feel right. Writing no. is dying. I didn't feel right. <laughs> I, you Unfortunately, know, I don't yeah. think I really knew what the hell I was going to do till I got out of college. I don't think I really learned a lot of things I wanted to learn till I got out of college, and then I had all this free time. I was like working, you know, I was always like working out jobs. Mm-hmm. Still am, but uh, it became like. Very apparent and very important to follow this visual, uh, like, path now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't know what it was necessarily, my own conclusions. It was a very, it was like a, a kind of like a, a uh, you know, identity crisis at the age of 23. And knowing that I was maybe in the ballpark. I wanted to document. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, like, explore. And yeah. I had a curiosity. I had a knack. And I thought I was pretty good at imagery and, like, the photos I was taking. Mm-hmm. Um but I didn't know it'd take like you know eight years <laughs> to like make an income. Well, maybe I did. I you know, that's a lot of legwork. You gotta you gotta yeah. put your do. You gotta pay your time. You, you gotta do your dues. You learn a lot. Yeah, you have to go back to school. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't afford to. Still chilling on those student loans. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you can go back to school by not going and taking college classes. And right. Luckily, I had friends and some cool supporting people that. Any little question, I'd ask him, see what their gear setup was, see how they yeah. shot it. So I just basically proactively stepped in the game and told everybody, any that, anybody that worked on video or photo, like, put me in, let me help you. Yeah. Because yep. I knew First I had hand. to learn, yeah. and it took years to learn. Yeah. But photo basically branched off of my journalism background. Yeah. And I said to be a photojournalist. That's one thing I've noticed specifically, like, on your website. It's a lot of, like – well. With a lot your, of street photography. A lot of street photography. Like yeah. it's a lot of like urban architecture, people on the street, stuff like that. It's like you don't make so much like a romanticized view of Chicago. It's just like 
every image I see you make, it's like, no, like, that's Chicago right there. Like, that's what it's like when you're oh, walking yeah. on the street. That's what it feels like. Because I guess the best way I could say is, like, there's no filter on what you put on. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's reality. It's gritty. It's real. It's, like, every every image you've posted that I've seen is just, yes, this is it. That You nailed that. Yeah, looking at um, a couple of your um, photos and videos, um, you know, it seemed like you had a camera at the, like, the right moment. Are you the type of person that, like, carries your camera quite often wherever you go kind of deal? Or yeah, are you sure. just like, you know, uh, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I know some people sometimes will be like, take the camera and, like, go out with the purpose of taking mm-hmm. photos. My approach to photography was very much a um, – go wander with your camera in a practice of being present. It was a practice. It, I, you know, I have a, I always, uh, meditation is always important in my life. And the act of wandering around with a camera without expectation was the beginning of photography for me. So I go to, you have like a rough location, a rough goal, and okay. you just kind of meander and find a route with your camera mm-hmm. and your present. And if you practice that you're gonna find some dope shit all around you the city yeah. kind of provides that like not yeah. always like sometimes don't get me wrong i'm like i can't take any more like snowy photos <laughs> right, like, right. fuck i have all these you know there's a bunch of stuff i'm sitting on i don't know like where its home is or like if i want to show more snowy photos like who we know it's yeah yeah like, i'm trying to like it was basically always from an artistic point of view i think i, I didn't have like an agenda um You've got, Did like, you? Uh, ha- I didn't have yeah. like this is my. I wasn't trying to fit like any conceptual like. This is a series of people taking on one day. Their names are all Mary. <laughs> like you know, there's like I didn't have any like photos. You yet. didn't have a story the built connected. and then looking right. for the photo. It was like right. here's the photo. Now this is the story it's telling. Yeah, okay. sometimes it's there because I'm at a certain event or party or, yeah, or, or vibe or subsetting subculture. World Series. <laughs> sometimes that's the World Series. <laughs> Well, like, for instance, I got to take photos of, at Pitchfork, like, uh, not this year, but the pe- year before, North Coast. Like, obviously, you're chilling at a music festival. There's a certain vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's cool because I have access to go on the stage and wander around. Don't you love that? But it's fun oh, to wander man. around and just kind of, like, sit in the muck of these tripping festival pe- people. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, and get some of that. And just kind of, like, it was more of, like, a you know, my route of photography is very, like, I didn't have... It wasn't necessarily like I was trying to find a certain occupation, I guess photojournalist, but it was also more of like, I can't paint, so I need to like take photo paintings of these moments because right. they struck me and I'm just I'm just like aware of it. I don't mm-hmm. know what it means yet. And that's how But you had there. a you had an initial emotional reaction to it oh, where it's just like sure. there's something here. Oh for sure. You don't know what it is, but I need to capture it and then dissect it and see what oh, it is. Yeah. And you're rolling the dice because it's a completely different career path. Oh, it's yeah. a completely different you don't. You might know that you want it, but you don't know how to navigate the path. Mm-hmm. You're like, I don't know how to get from point A to point right. G. I just know this feels right. So it was years of that, years of playing around with that. Um, I feel like that's like one of my favorite things about photography is that you can kind of uh, frame it up in your mind and then look at like how this is gonna like come out to be, and like you're just looking, you're just kind of walking around and looking at stuff. Because I don't, I, di- I, I dabbled in photography in college and it was like some of the most fun I've had because bringing a camera around and just going like, like that looks fucking neat. Mm-hmm. And then having the camera to take the photo. Uh-huh. I feel like, um, I feel like my favorite part is just framing something up in my head. So if you, uh, what's, what's your favorite thing about photography, even if it's like a technical thing or mm-hmm. like, you know, something broad? 
I'm not technical at all. Like, technical comes next. Yeah. I'm very, like, intuitive. And I'm like, it's almost like you're not, I think when you're in the pocket, you're not thinking. You're just, like, aware. Oh, that's something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when I try to plan a project out, if the project gets a little bit bigger, you want to plan the best you can. But when you get to the actual filming of the event, you want to be present. Right. You can, like, plan so far. I'm not, like... I'm not like I might have like uh, like for a music video that we're shooting tomorrow. Actually, we could talk more about that. Yeah, but it's more of like I have a shot list, I have a script, I, we have a lot of like times, yada yada yada, and mm-hmm. that's all there so that we're not like tweaking out structure and sufficiency. Right. But like when we shoot, I'm gonna be like I might scrap like half like that whole right. thing because you get there and it looks a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been better at like showing up and adapting. And this is a part of skateboarding too. Mm-hmm. like when you get to a street spot to skateboard and it's not designed for a skateboard it's not designed for you to film the light might suck right. you kind of adapt and you have to kind of you make it work and that's it's something that thing. like as a photojournalist at least carved with a photojournalist background mm-hmm. you don't get to choose your set and setting or subject sometimes you're right. just kind of you know it's not taking yeah. photos of like a product it's it's. I don't have a studio I don't have a studio background <laughs> but, so when you have a studio background it's all in your control, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. And like for me, it's kind of like some of that organic stuff will Chaos. seep into the documentary yeah. or the music video because I want to see what they bring to it. Yeah. I'm not a control freak. Right. But you know what I mean? Like you start to realize what you want to control. Yeah. yeah. But you know when to like lay off mm-hmm. too, because then it, it allows the artist or the collaborator to bring something. Yeah, that's it's a huge part of collaborating. I feel because yeah. it's just you can have your vision, but anytime you're working with other artists, you need to be sensitive to know that they're gonna have a vision as well yeah and in my experience like if you want it to be better collaborate with them don't just have your way just say like well you know what i may not agree with what your suggestion is but your idea is giving me new ideas or your idea is almost perfect like let's just change it and tweak it this way and yeah that's a badass shot or that's a badass Mm -hmm. thing like so yeah i think i think that's very smart on you where it's just you're you're very fluid in the moment where it's just like you know what these guys might bring something to the table that I wasn't expecting. Oh, no scratch doubt. that shot. It happens all the time. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt that somebody. I think we need to allow others time to like speak their vision too and what that. Like if I start with a musician, if I'm making a music video, recently I've been making some music videos. Mm-hmm. Super fun. Yeah, especially if it's a. Hopefully it's a song you like because you're going to spend like months of your <laughs> yeah. life on it, yeah. it over and over. And over. <laughs> so I suggest it's a song you like, a band that you like, a uh-huh. style that kind of fits your style. And then if you find that, maybe they have a little budget, even better. And yeah. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And like, so that's a really fun way of, for me, I have the background in documentary and like this realism, I guess, okay. of like photo. And, but music videos are kind of my way of now we're trying some uh, visions now we're trying yeah, some yeah. dreams now we're making some shit up yeah. writing a script writing a shot list and there's and a plan different for me it's a fun uh way it's a different thing it's a different lane and it's a fun way to flex some muscles like and yeah. cha- and challenge myself in some Definitely. ways that maybe i haven't right before i think yeah. the music video format is so appealing like uh for the longest time uh, I wanted to, well, first I wanted to make video games and then I wanted to be a camera guy and then I wanted to be a director. Yeah. I landed on uh, making motion graphics behind the computer because it's comfortable and that kind of shit. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but like the, the music video format, like 
would give me, the person who's normally, uh, you know, moving text around on screen or some mm-hmm. shit like that, the ability to be a director. Because mm-hmm. you could do a motion graphics music video. Mm-hmm. And sure. some, of, some of those are like the, the tightest shit that I've seen. Like yeah. if you get the right Amazing. animators and stuff uh-huh. like that. So I find that the music video format, it, it's like... It's like whatever. It's you know? totally whatever. It's a blank canvas. We're all splashing some paint on this yeah. thing, and we're going to get something. It's true yeah. creativity. Yeah. No. We, I don't know what. I, I planned a lot of things <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, I feel like I it's trial and error. Boring. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as I'm super boring and everybody's happy. Yeah, it's definitely like that. I think of it that way as a blank canvas, and we're all just going to try some things out. Mm-hmm. And that could be really intimidating, too. Yeah. That could be scary. Yeah, because you don't know what you're going to get. Right. You don't know what you're going to get. Not until later when you open it up and Maybe you're like, what I'm is all just this? good at shooting <laughs> organic shit that's already existing and I'm not trying to conceive of new right. things. Mm-hmm. And like, but I, I've been able to work with enough talented people where uh, I'm trying not to do literally everything. I'm not trying to produce, co direct, shoot, edit, mm-hmm. even though I kind of am for this next <laughs> one. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. We have some people helping out, and I've worked with some talented people before that help with the art direction. I mean, they can help with the, actually directing the thing so yeah. I can shoot it. Um, yeah. And you could start to, if you have those people to ask for help, and if you have good friends and collaborators along the way, you could start to kind of glue a team together roughly. Mm-hmm. And then things don't seem so stressful or intimidating yeah. um, to just take it from like a conception of a music video idea to executing and trying to f- make a short film basically in like right. six hours. Gotcha, yeah. You know, but it's three minutes. You, I think I could fill three minutes. That's yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. That was the main appeal you know? to me when it came to music videos. Where it's just like, dude, it's just three minutes, it's three minutes. four minutes at most. Yeah. Right. And it's like it's yeah. so much work. You, though. It is, no, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, oh yeah. You can we can like make, that sounds, we can make it a lot exactly. Than that it needs sounds to be, like small and it, short and easy because it's not a full length feature. Right. But it, when you're when you're bogging down doing it, it's just like no, this is a lot of work just for these three minutes. It is right. But what I love about it, it's it's a good chunk of work. But it's not like a year's worth of work. It's no. a couple right. months, yeah. and you pump it out. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, cool. That was, like, fulfilling. Like, I busted my ass mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool, it's, like, only three minutes, but it's, it's a tight three minutes. And then you can jump onto another project and do that all over again and have a completely different creative vision. Yeah. You know? Um, but bunch of what you said earlier about, like, having to do, like, a little bit of everything, producing, directing, yeah. camera operating. Like, if – like, what what is your preferred choice? Just be the camera operator, or do you, like – directing and telling people like you know let's try and get this shot let's move it this way or producing and scheduling and like hey let's get the logistics out of the way let's get the shot list or is it just more like like you said just being in the moment being present on the camera it's definitely not producing and logistics (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't say directing is my strong suit but i'm getting more comfortable in that role i would definitely say i just want to be behind the camera and help execute the vision that we come up with i think that's my strength um, I definitely have a strong background in, in editing now, so I kind of like the shoot-edit combo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I like, or at least working with somebody you trust on the backside, because then right. I, you, you just, you're able to uh, sequentially plan and prepare and film better yeah. if you know how it's going to loosely be edited yeah. in your mind. Right. Because when you like hear a song, and like to me, music has been so important in my life. And if I hear a song that resonates with me, like this recent song with Little Church that I'm working on.
I start to see things mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I already see ideas and visions. And if that ha- if that process is like clicking and gr- and like the gears are turning, yeah. I'm like, okay, I can work on this. Yeah, I'm yeah. ready to jump in it. Yeah. And so it starts with that. And then if if that's not there though, it's, it could just be like treading water, and you don't. And right. then the, then the artist, the musician, doesn't. Sometimes they're like. I have no ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think? This is yeah. what I got like, you in me, here meet for. Me halfway with a vision, yeah, exactly. an idea, something. Right. Give me something. So How I'm do really, you deal with that, though, with people where it's just like zero vision? And they're like, yeah, it's I on know. here. That's why I called you. I know. It's not my favorite position to be in. <laughs> yeah. But usually people have ideas. And I think most people uh, welcome the collaborative nature of, the, of just asking a question like that. And maybe they don't know right away, and I'll just keep being like, okay, sleep yeah, on like it. prod on right. it. Think yeah, about yeah. it. I know you have some idea. You made this music. You're obviously an artist. You're talented. I, maybe you don't think visually, but what do you feel? Give me feelings. Mm-hmm. Give yeah. me any visual ideas. And then I could at least symbolically take something out of that. Yeah. And like, okay, there's like a little skeleton, you know. Yeah, I think it's just because most people are like, realize that they don't have the vocabulary to like, say the ideas they have in their head. You know, it's just like they have a vision or idea, but they like right. don't know how to explain it to right. someone else. They're like, no, you just, you just do it. Right. But I, I like that you said like feeling and emotion because we brought that up before. Like that's that's a great way of like building a vocabulary between someone who doesn't have it of like because mm-hmm. everyone can relate to that emotion or that feeling or it's like oh, what, what feel, what tone are you going for? And then you build off of there. Yeah. Some people have like – some people have different minds though. Yeah. And I like the people know. that have like the technical and the conceptual minds mm-hmm. and I could work with them because I, I, I like – it's like the other part of my brain that sometimes turns off. Right. And uh, some people like have strong concepts and strong technical background but they don't have good ideas or they don't know where the fuck it's going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they're not bold enough to make something of their own. Right. And that could be ultimately, I think, anything that's holding people back is just a lack of confidence. Yeah, absolutely. And, self doubt. Oh, dude, man, f- crippled me for a <laughs> long time. Man. Yeah. It cripples long all artists. Man. That's a natural part of being an artist. And be like, like, once I put something new out, I'm like, oh, I can't even watch. Like, I, once it's out the door, like the final edit, I'm like, I can't even watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm so sick of it. I can't uh-huh. even watch it. There's only like, <laughs> like a, a slight you know? few things where I'm like, I can watch this still. <laughs> you know, whereas like uh, I put something out, I'm like, I can't, I can't I'm fucking like, hey, I liked your thing. It's like, don't show it to me, though. Just tell me you liked it and leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Just hit the like button and carry on. Yeah, yeah that's, that's all I needed. Thank that's you. it. Dude. Bye. Well, but it's so hard because you're so, we're, 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 we can come our own biggest critics and I'm going to look at the two or three little frames that I don't like Yep. Yeah. Then everybody focus, else is like, dude, it was dope. Good job. Yeah. I'm like, no one will catch it. Was, it but yeah. I was okay. Uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. yeah dude, we're always very overcritical of our own work. Right. So for one, who gives a shit? Give it a shot. Yep. Try something out, and then guess what? You're gonna like be over it in like a month, and you're gonna be trying something else. Out. Yeah. And then you'll yeah. at least, even if you royally fucked it up and it's garbage. At least you finished. <laughs> you, fini- you finished it. Right. Yeah. And then you've learned from it. We're like, oh, that's trash. Like, I need yeah. to make that better. Yeah. I need to not make that mistake next time. And it's 2019. You know, anything that happens a week ago, it's like, oh, that's eons ago. You know, yeah. no one remembers that stuff <laughs> that's anymore. So true. Yeah. You know, Seriously. so now exactly focus on the next project like, and make that you know even better. You know, it's like 2016 in my mind. So <laughs> yeah. I'm just time traveling. You know, on on the music video thing, I always always wonder where people get their ideas uh, because like uh, uh, one of my examples that I really like um, is the band St. Vincent mm-hmm. has some uh, really neat fucking music videos and like you know I always start in a literal C say 
You know, like uh, I think everyone starts at a CSA level where I'm singing about a bird, so you're gonna see a bird. Right. You know, yes. and then and Very then literal translation. Yeah, so then you kind of go <laughs> metaphorically, and it's like maybe, but like some of the stuff, maybe not St. Vincent's the best example. I'd like to pull something up eventually. I'll make a note of it, but. Uh, but, like, there's some music videos that almost I can't find a through line of what they're yeah. saying to, like, what's being shown on. But it's still so visual. Well, yeah. uh-huh. It's yeah. funny that you say that because, like, when I – I do this very similar thing when I – I mean, I love music too. And, you know, I, and I want to say it's, like, maybe because it's, you know, the art side of me. Because, like, I can close my eyes and when I – certain songs, not all songs, but certain songs – like a vision just comes into my head and I'm like, right. all right, I already now have like this whole sort of music video mm-hmm. thing. And like it's yeah. interesting that you said like you when you say it, you're like you're very literal. Right. And like At for first, me, yeah. it's completely opposite. It's mm-hmm. just like this music has a very like certain energy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so like, you know, if it has a good like, all right, I'll just explain two. One of them I'm sort of working on in my mm-hmm. own personal project, but like this one beat just sort of had like a very like skipping like I don't know I can't describe it but like an energy of like someone like walking and so I was like all right so now it's just this music video this guy walking but then all of a sudden like you know it turns almost into a video game or like you know he's flying and all these like pillars start coming up and like and then like this monster coming in and it's almost like him just like this whole battle but it's all in his sort of head walking to work yeah (laughs) nothing very like like, you know at all um you know, nothing talks about it in like the right. actual like music, but it's that's what I was just like, feels. how it feels. And right. I was like, all right, this is something I can imagine like right. like a battle scene and just like yeah. craziness right. going, you know. And then this other one, um, which is for Dead Mouse, and it's oh, Charlie Can't Dance. And oh, when yeah, I yeah. heard it, I was like, oh man, I have this sweet idea. And it's and for me, like I wanted this this crazy like space scene, like sort of Star Wars where like a hovercraft goes onto this dock and this guy like enters this huge dock, huge like payload opens up, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, you know, the music kicks in and he's like running down through all these like obstacle courses kind of deal with like all these lights, and then there's like a siren that goes off every mm-hmm. once in a while. And like a video game, siren goes off, things get like crazy hard, like missiles and like bullets starts going, or like you know, like like you know, cartoonish like rockets yeah, and he's like yeah. dodging and mm-hmm. shit and like you know lights are going off kind of shit and there's like certain points like you know just like a, a drop and I want him to do like a sort of like a free falling drop or whatever but yeah. like all this stuff has nothing to do nothing with like the actual you know, lyrics the, or what's yeah, happening but, like, the energy the everyone has sort of their own team. like yeah. vision team, you're hired let's work out <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like everyone has like a different vision like you know when Absolutely. you're saying when you close your eyes music you know you have a different like view and like thoughts all these like images start like flowing into your head and like mm-hmm. you as well. Well, and, like, when I'm trying to decipher things, I start with the literal. Yeah, not, yeah, not but my you were saying like you evolve and like you know it, it goes, right, but right. like we all like close our eyes and we all have like these images yeah. of like, and That's, it's so great that music like does that. And yeah, like part yeah. of me wonders, is it because we are artists or is it because, you know, we just have like a special knack? Do you think other people have these similar, like guess like imagery or like, you know, they've, they've got to in some I, sort of sense, right? Yeah. I, I feel like a lot of people have that kind of reaction to, uh, especially music, music, uh, uh, I think through, we're just not aware line. of it. Well, yeah. Some people don't give a shit about music. No. That's true. That's that true. Blows Those, aren't yeah, that Those aren't real people. Those aren't real people. Those are automatons. They're not real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I feel like music. I, don't know. I can't relate. I'm like, I don't know. I, you're not it's a like, human. So I you're gotta, not I gotta, human. I gotta okay. go. I gotta go. <laughs> right, right. I feel like music is incredibly old. 
You know, like I guess feeling isn't has anything to do with it. I know music is incredibly <laughs> old, but like I'm trying to think, and I'm I'm gonna make a wild claim. So if anyone knows here, correct me, and I'll try and correct it. I think it might be the oldest form of artwork, uh, because like uh, I, I in the British National Museum, there's these done. rocks where uh, they're you can tell that they were hit on, and then yeah, someone yeah. in the museum yeah, yeah. is hitting a drummer's yeah, yeah. in a certain way, and it's making her dong, 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 in, like, a different ways. And, like, people have been making music for fucking so long. Yeah, since I mean, could. the butt trumpet. And I, I mean, <laughs> that was the first instrument. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel, like, uh, I feel like the element to which you're describing it, at, like, like, I think a lot, if not everyone, like, I think a lot of people have that reaction to it. Maybe not, like, enough to think about it, like, they're not aware of it. Or something, because yeah. I'm totally aware of that shit. When I hear yeah. a great mm-hmm. song or watch a great music video, I'm I think immediately that's like training, trying though. to, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm trying to decipher it and dissect it. But mm-hmm. then I'm also like, like, what does this mean? And then, and then when I do my own stuff, I try and reverse that. I try to start, you know, whether it's see or say or whether it's um, like I've got this idea for a music video and has it's uh, it's more personal to me because when I listened to the song, it made me cry and feel about a thing that happened to me in my life. Mm-hmm. And at that time, there was this visual image of me like being stuck in the ocean, clamoring to a rock, and then the <sighs> rock disappearing Man. and learning how to swim. And it has almost nothing oh. to do with that in the lyrics, <laughs> uh-huh. but like that as a visual to me was so like impactful that it was it was yeah, like, it was that's, like that's fucking poetry. That's kind of what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think mm-hmm. music taps into your a certain psyche, a certain feeling. Like it's it's the it's to me it's always like a way to transform my mood, my mindset. Okay, I listen yeah. to music because it suits. But if I put music on, it's a, it suits my mood at the moment, and I'm trying to like make the moment a little more livelier. Okay. I'm not trying to like I know that a hundred percent. You know what I mean? It was always like super important to like I can't. I have to listen to certain music right now. Yeah. Like, like a lot of my playlists, it's, it's it's my it's my partner in this moment. Yeah, it's your aid. It's like helping you yeah. get through that. Cause yeah. Like I, my playlists on Spotify, I build them to situations like that. Me like too. Me too. I have a get shit done playlist. Right. Relax yeah. playlist. Uh-huh. Of a chill funk playlist where you're just like you that know you're doing fun. shit, but it's, oh, oh, man. Man. boy, you like that chill funk? <laughs> <laughs> you know, girl. <laughs> chill and relax, uh, hip hop, uh, do your homework too playlist. Yeah, the thing I keep seeing pop up on fucking YouTube it says like live music. I keep seeing that. I'm like, who keeps playing that? But like, it's pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, and, okay. and it's just everyone's a different mood, a different criteria, or a different like. This is gonna help me do this, or this is gonna help. Just fill the air because I hate silence. You know, they're just like, right. and, I, and I, I need to start making it. playlists. That, I don't have any playlists. That's that's do I, up, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I listen oh, to the chaotic, I yeah. put Pandora on. It's like, just start at this point. That's and great then, too. Pandora's solid. Like, it's, I, I like feel it like it got way better over the past like mm-hmm. five years, maybe. Because, all right, Will Smith Pandora. You want to have a badass time and feel nostalgic? Ooh. Will Smith Pandora. <laughs> like, you will hear the best of the best of the 90s, yeah, and it's go. great. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, 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 what I do is I, I pick a band, uh, St. Vincent, I listen to for like uh-huh. on the Pandora station for like six months because what would happen is I'd get the songs I like and I'd hear someone completely different there's a song called Holy Smokes by the Seasick Mamas no fucking idea who they are Seasick Mamas I like that but it was tight and then I then I turned them into a station and I was like 
what's about this? So I, it's like a fucking journey. Yeah, of it's just a like rabbit hole. Yeah, music. That's so cool. Yeah, I'm very much similar. Is like I just play random stuff and mm-hmm. then I'll just discover new music. Yeah. It's like I don't I don't like listening to the same song over again. Right. So mm-hmm. I like, me too. You know, I want to listen to it and then I'm like, all right, on to the next. I mean, now don't get me wrong. There's certain things that I will like. You and know, love like a certain album again. and I'll <laughs> yeah. just hit it on repeat. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm definitely uh, you know sometimes repeat, but for the most part, I like to you know just new songs constantly. I had this burn CD of uh, it was Weezer, but it was all the different types of Weezer that I yeah, they got I, quite all a big library. all the Weezers, and I put it in in a way like I mixtape. I feel like I've Ooh, never done a mixtape, mix all right? But like, uh, but I did it in a way that was like I want this song because it's gonna like you know. Bring me up, uh, the greatest man in the world is gonna br- is start mm-hmm. there, and then we're gonna hit this song, and then so well, you like, can control your like almost your heartbeat. And it was the perfect time. It was because uh, I did a lot of driving back and forth to home, and I think it was like an hour and ten minutes. So it was like that's fine. <laughs> so like <laughs> I could hit it, I could put it in, and then uh, it always made me feel. And I listened to that CD, the one that I built. Uh, so many fucking times, I think it stopped working. Oh no! Uh, and like that's okay though, because I was like, I got what I needed from it. It's so, <laughs> it's so like I like listening to albums in their entirety, and sometimes okay. like sometimes I make it a not a chore, but I make it like a task to do, like listen to this album. Yeah, listen because to I, records, man. Yeah, I think yeah. everybody should get a goddamn record player. Oh, yeah. hey, man. Listen to records. Preach. You're not going to tra- change the track. You're going to realize musicians are actually building. There's a reason why they set it up this and way. And there's an ebb and yep. flow to yeah. it, and it's, um, it's it's a different relationship you have with music if you try records out. It's an intention. It's 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 recognizing the artist's intention and then and then trying to figure it out or like just enjoying it. You know. Definitely. Um, um, going off of music videos, I know you've done quite a few. Like, do you have? Is there one that stands out to you where it's just like? You're either like especially proud of it, mm. or it's like that was by far the funnest music video I have. Like, do you have one that just stands out for you? Yeah, <laughs> music videos recently that I was excited about that we made. I made some fun ones last like summer. Um, this this gentleman by the name of Tommy Carroll, he's a uh, kind of like a band leader drummer, and uh, we made a really fun like jazz music video. Mm. We, we we were up in Rogers Park. We hung up at the beach, and Tommy's just a remarkable human being. He's a uh, just a gnarly dude. He can't see, and he, hanging out with him, you don't even like feel any like limitations. He's just like the coolest, nicest guy. You ever. feel like you can be a hundred percent yourself. You can just hang out with him, definitely. And and he's just gonna, you know, like he doesn't he doesn't feel like he's too limited by his his lack of eyesight. And because of that, I was like, all right, Tommy, I'm just gonna put you in. Un- I'm just gonna put you like on the border of danger this whole video man. we're gonna <laughs> test your limits Tommy's got a back he can skateboard by the way wow um, he's got he's, he, he's been like, like there was this old video clip of him talking to Tony Hawk like, to, and like a segment of Tony Hawk show that's cool like he was on like, he inter- Tony Hawk interviewed him and he can drum his ass off and he's super dope, and he's very prolific. He's very all around multi-talented. Around the city playing all the time. And, and, and some of his, the people he plays with are super talented as well. Um, but we made a really fun... He, he, made a, he dropped a new album, and he gave me like this like three section... It was like three separate tracks, but it was one long teaser track. Mm-hmm. So, so we kind of did this like fade in, fade out. So it had like a, the music video was three parts. It's basically a short film, about six minutes long. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of went across the city and I, and we had a good time. And we got him on a skateboard and we got him, you know, we went kind of all around the city, ended up on my roof 
and we made like a little like set on my roof and the band was playing on my roof and like that was like the end of the video and like That's he ended up coming together for all his homies um, and that was really fun um, that was also like you learn from every project and, oh, yeah, yeah. and you're like oh man maybe I was a little bit too ambitious with like shooting at a thousand locations yeah. <laughs> like why did I make this as hard as I made it up but like at the end we were super proud on it I like, feel like you do it that got with like, passion it got a lot of love man it got a lot of love and people that follow Tommy and like it got so like every he was stoked on it everybody was stoked on it and it was a trip too to be like Tommy you can't even see this are you, how, you, how, you're, <laughs> how are you gonna approve you, it how do you approve it how do you trust me it sounds funny like but like that's so real though his, like, yeah. uh, the director and his like good friend and collaborator Sophie was like the eyes of the project for him okay. and people around him were like it doesn't look like shit you know? <laughs> <laughs> don't and, worry you're good I mean there's a he knows lot what he's of, doing there's a lot of that though when it's like I, I'm handing you trust yeah. yeah and I hope you do something with this and that could be kind of heavy for a lot of people. Oh, God, yeah. You know? And that's all. At some point, like, the edge came off a little bit with that. And you're like, well, we do the best we can do. Mm-hmm. We, prepare yeah. the, we prepare the best we can do. To the best of my knowledge, so I'm going to do it. Psycho. And then day comes and you just knock it out. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, before, man, the early music video days, dude, man. Like, early, like just shooting random rapper music videos. We have no idea what the fuck we're doing. I had a camera. Like, That's I how it can- starts, I got man. a Canon 5D, dude. Let's shoot too. some shit. What you need? Yep. I could film. I'm a videographer. Yeah, I yeah. shoot shit. <laughs> that was me the, in college. I mean, but that's it. But <laughs> basement <laughs> tape number two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but respect to everybody that's that way now. Like, you have to just start shooting. And yep. you need an excuse to start getting out there. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of like you fake it until you're a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And I still feel like I'm kind of like, I'm not like established, but I feel like no. you're kind of like, never a realized uh, uh, artist you're kind of yeah. like still carving away at the craft and yeah. right. if you get paid if you learn something or if you're inspired by the project and that's a sign to kind of keep going that route. I, didn't, yeah. I, I, I didn't say no to shit yeah when i started yeah. video i said no fun, to man. nothing yeah mm-hmm. well when it wasn't fun say you get paid 100 bucks fuck it i'm thinking in my head i'm learning something i'm getting paid to shoot video like okay that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. In the early days, you're I working it, towards a goal. You scrape yeah. every shitty gig. You take everything. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. And if and if you don't, <laughs> I get paid I peanuts. Mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen. But I got paid. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. better than nothing. Yeah. Better than goose eggs. It's a sacrifice to devote yourself to something that might not pay you yet. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, no guarantee in this There's industry no whatsoever. Guarantee. That's, but I kind of taking a second glass. You know, yes, taking sir. a second glass of whiskey. <laughs> Not sure as it is. So. No, that's yours. Man. Yeah, that is good news. <laughs> um, I saw him like he needed some company, so I had to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like uh, in college I did uh, a lot of projects for and with other people. Like my grades, you know, it was an art college. So grades don't mean a fucking uh, thing. No, uh, never. <laughs> but like, so my grades kind of <laughs> suffered a little. But at the same time, I, I, I always, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I, uh, I always did when I could. If a friend asked me for help on it, whether it was doing the shooting or the the motion graphics or the lighting or who gives a shit or just being in it, I, I always did it. And um, and in college, it was such like I had the loan payment to cover my rent so I didn't need to make money so that was like the excuse to go okay cool I'll do it but I found that um that through kind of doing these projects for other people I gained a lot more from it and uh and with no kind of strings attached it made it uh really valuable 
And, uh, oh, shit. I'm why, of, why was it valuable to you? Why did it feel... It, uh, it took my ego out of it because, like, I, I was a worker for you. I like not directing, mm-hmm. I suppose. I guess that's kind of, like, where that kind of leads to. Because if someone, like, tell me what you want me to do, mm-hmm. and then uh, I would do it for them... And it always yielded like a like a, that works for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a disconnect the, to the mm-hmm. point where it was like this isn't for me because if I do a project for me, it becomes a hell of a lot harder to do. I I can one hundred percent test that as does, to someone yeah. that went to school with you and worked with you a lot. Yeah, every project that I had an idea on, or it was just like, Yo, Matt, you want to help out with this? You want to work on? Right. Never hesitated. Always helped out, and was never like pushy on his direction. He was yeah. very much a, like. What do you want? Accommodating like, yeah. your, your yeah. vision. And I remember, but then I would see him work on his projects and be this, crazy over critical. Like, fucking everything. garbage. And I'm like, dude, no, just like, <laughs> keep it, do what you do. And yeah, I, yeah. This is horse shit. <laughs> uh, it never goes away. No, no, it doesn't. It never goes away. To, yeah. I have a shoot tomorrow, and I'm like low key freaking out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it's like we could, this could, you know, I don't think it's gonna suck. It's just like I hope that it doesn't suck. I hope that. Uh, I think you kind of just get over that impulse eventually. Yeah. I think um, you get used to it. Yeah, I it doesn't I, go away. Though. I want to say it's good though, because if yeah, you're freaking out, it means yeah. you care. Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That means you really care. Mm-hmm. And I think another thing I took away from the college experience was I was surrounded by people that I wanted to impress because they were my friends, yeah. and like because that was like such a. Um, a warm uh, incubator for mm-hmm. for my creative you know skills or whatever. I would recommend to anybody who's in the creative industry to to surround yourself with with people that you want uh, to impress or people like I was surrounded by <laughs> so real yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. there's other creatives in my case I was I'm friends and I still am with all creatives so yeah. like mm-hmm. I get people I get different perspectives but then like. If you manage to impress your friends, like not just like, hey, I'm your friend, you know, like Good nice, job. <laughs> <laughs> like, but like something else, like there's something that like that's infectious that like makes uh, it makes you better, which I guess is number one for some people. But it also makes your friends better. And then when you get that kind of pitter patter back and forth, like mm-hmm. not only was I helping you and my other friends do their projects, but you guys are helping me oh, yeah. do my projects. And somehow like that kind right. of it cultivated a really uh, uh, warming environment that uh, that that I still I hold on to really uh warmly to to continue even if i'm yeah. making a fucking commercial for sears i still have a, a real like connection to the creativity and the the process and getting things done and i don't know i just feel like there's a lot there when you have the right people around you yeah for that sort of thing no definitely like there i think it's just a general old saying it's like you're the product of the five people you you surround yourself yeah. with right and it's that's so true because, like, I can look back in, like, eras of my life and it's just like, oh, dude, I was, like, crazy partying that time. Or this time I was, like, crazy creative making a bunch of dope stuff. And then, yeah. it's like, then I stopped and then I'm back in it again. It's just like, well, look at the people you were mm-hmm. around with all yeah. this time. It's like mm-hmm. those people loved partying. These people like making cool stuff. Right. Yeah. Those people were, like, true intellectuals. And it's just yeah. like 
what do I want to be? Oh, well, and it's like you said, like find people you want to impress yeah. Yeah. and work with them. Surround yeah. yourself with people that you want their stuff to rub off on you. Absolutely. And like yeah. Nick Campbell, I always bring him up because yeah. I watch Dude, so Nick much Campbell's of – Watch him Perfect a ton. But he that. said – he and I agree with him. He always liked to be the dumbest person in the room. Yes. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, yes. Because yes. yeah. I, I can't agree with him more mm-hmm. because you learn so much. And, you know, and nothing stagnates you more when you are the smartest person person yep. and that's always when i know to leave a job if i'm the yep. smartest person here i'm like I, all right i gotta find some other yep. place to go there's one thing that i have a strength is being not the smartest person in the room. <laughs> <laughs> i mean that was that's totally it i yep. think for me at least you feel like a stupid person if it's not your craft it's not your career field yet mm-hmm. and you should feel stupid if you feel right. like you know it all then you got an ego issue from the get Mm-hmm. And you might be tough to work with and collaborate with. Oh, you're, you're definitely tough to work with. I never right. had that problem. I was always humbled by my own inabilities and, yeah. and lack yeah. of, you know. I loved people telling me, like, how to do stuff better. Or, like, mm-hmm. dude, what are yeah. you doing? Like, right, yeah. like, right. I will openly take, like, criticism and ha- not hate, but, like, yeah. yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Like, that's trash. Or, like, why are you taking this yeah. long to do this? And right. she's like, just do it this way. This way. I'm like, yeah. I'm all, I'm all ears. Yes. Thank God for telling it. Yeah. Because I'm just trying to figure out like everybody else. I didn't yeah. go to school for I want to be better. Yep. I didn't, yeah. you know, so I'm always like, please tell me. School's Give a suggestion. Try, try I know out. you say you didn't go to school for this, but school's overrated. Like, because <laughs> yep. I say that wholeheartedly where, where it's just, look at you. Like, yeah. dude, your shit is good. Like, you are talented. Hey, thanks, dog. I like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like, and it's just. With that being said, it's just like, dude, you didn't, you were not formally trained in this. You just, no, you had a passion for it. You had a, like a drive towards it. Where it's just like, dude, the, like you said, like I love this visual side. Of it. Some high school photography background. Exactly. Yeah, you had you had an inkling in the. But that was just because I was into. So touching on that point, I know, like, you know, I know, especially our industry, like motion graphics, a lot of people, you know, are, you know, I want to say it bleeds into yours. A lot of people, you know, don't really care about your resume or your degree. They want to look at your demo reel. Like that's the true sort of like, what can this person do? But at the same time, there are a lot of jobs that say requirement, a bachelor or, you know, BA in some sort of associated, you know, have you ever run into an issue or like, has anyone been like, hey, you don't have a degree in this, you know, have you ever saw that as a roadblock? No, I never ran into that. All right, cool. Well, that's good. No, that's good. School is overrated. Because some people do say it's a roadblock. When I was in school, they would tell me, like, I'd have professors, they're like, listen, dude, like, your grades don't mean shit. Where you went to school doesn't mean shit. They're like, there's two things they're going to look at. Is your is your work good? Your demo reel, yeah. Because right? and are you a psycho? That. It's like yeah, <laughs> and, and, and you can't fake quality, yeah. and then it's just can I work with? You? Yeah, are right. you a decent human right. being? That's huge. like those are the two yeah. things they look for. Yep. They're like if you're a generally nice human being right. and your work is good, just keep putting shit out there, keep applying. Like you'll get a job, you'll find something. Yeah, they're like, but if one of those two are missing, like you're not gonna find work. Yeah, yeah. and that that's kind of what solidified where I was like, because because I was very much like yeah, I changed majors quite a bit. I was I was architecture, then I was design or graphic design, and then VFX, visual effects, motion graphics. And it was just when I got to VFX, motion graphics, like I only picked that because I still didn't exactly know what I wanted. Right. I was just like, this is a big, wide array Covers of things like yeah. photography, 3D modeling, animation, right, right. Like, compositing, all that. Yep. So I was like, I was like, I'll find one that I really like, and mm-hmm. then I'll go with that. Yeah. You know, and it's just. That 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 to me was just you no know, simple. Yeah, let me I let was, me take it this way. Out the gate of college, I'm like I was always allergic to full time jobs. Yeah. <laughs> always, <laughs> like 
Ugh, I get so burnt out of some job I don't like yeah. after three months. And like I'll talk uh, to Alan, I'll talk to some friends in the industry about this. And Alan's got patience, man. Yeah. <laughs> he does what he does. He's got something. <laughs> <laughs> Alan definitely has patience and a lot of tolerance. And yes. I tell him to quit his jobs. I'd see Alan once here and tell him to quit. <laughs> get a drink, he bitch about his work, and I go, Well, that quit. sucks. You should quit. Because <laughs> I don't feel that way about my life. Yeah. I right. might be a little bit more broke than you, <laughs> yeah. which was many years. Yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong. Well, if you if you're yeah. not if you're scared of being broke, don't jump into the arts and try some shit yeah, freelance for, for years. Sure. Of your Starving life. artist is a real you thing. You will yeah. be broke for many yeah. years. I might, God, be, yeah. I might be unemployed, but I'm inches away from being a freelance person. That's right. <laughs> it takes one break. For, well, yeah. it takes one gig. Like, I'm freelance. But that's yeah. what's great also about being in our industry. Like if you don't have a job, mm-hmm. you're freelance. Exactly. You know? And you're never like you're not, not working. Yeah, you're never when unemployed. I, when I talk to my mom. But also you gotta justify that to your parents. Because they're like, what does that mean? Right. It means you're fucking off still. Like, kind of getting work. Absolutely. More or less, I pick my gigs. But I'm paying rent, so it's fine. But they get it. My parents get it later in their years now because they're like, I don't want a fucking boss. You're doing it, dude. Yeah. You're doing it. Like, they get it now. Yeah. But not when I got out of college. Why aren't you using your degree? Well, why aren't you? Right. They come from a different well, era. No, man, it's also you get a king. degree and yeah. then you get a job in that field right. and yeah. it's almost guaranteed. And it's then you like make that anymore, forty though. to sixty yeah. K a year and then you yeah. Yeah. It was But like it's a, also the whole different era. I mean, you know, like I mean, you know, back then for a parent's age, you know, it's all about getting married and then getting a house and like, you know, now it's like how 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 many of you are close to buying a house? <laughs> That's a really good joke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I already own a house. Yeah. It's called my degree. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm we'll looking to rent a warehouse. Off, right? yeah. oh, uh, I'll be dead before it's gone. <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely that's a very a like an old school era type of thing. It's like they, mm-hmm. when they were our age, like the world was different. Like you could get a loan for a house like that if you yeah. just had a decent, like paying full time job and you worked there long enough. Yeah. You didn't have to make like six figures. Now it's like, I want the best credit you have. You better be making stupid money. Yep. Otherwise, you're not getting this loan or you're not getting approved for this house. Oh, they were know? giving that shit out like candy. Yeah, but well, school, man. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That's how I got to school. Same. Same. <laughs> wait, 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 you're making these decisions when you're 18? Yep. Your we mom, don't know any better. I, yeah. My mom supports the decision and you, you then I end up sitting on five years of this, this you, you know, this college loan situation. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't, I, you know, like a day-by-day basis – it's like a dark cloud that's kind of like hanging above you. It's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, a lot of yeah, but money. I feel like the but it doesn't ru- be fulfilled as long as it doesn't. Don't let it get in the way and ruin your life yeah. and stress right. you the fuck yeah. out and yeah. let you from moving forward because there's millions of people that have that. Oh god, yeah, and you're yeah. not alone. And we all are you're gonna not still, special. Yeah. It's not gonna stop. Yeah. I'm not gonna take. I'm not gonna take. Once again, I can't do. <laughs> I'm allergic to full time jobs, right. <laughs> but I'm, I can't. I'm not going to deviate from what felt right in the first place. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, it's like find the structure, a background that works for you. Mm -hmm. How much free time you want, how much flexibility you need. Self-awareness. And I've always worked a bunch of part-time jobs. And I still do work like a part-time like event job. Mm -hmm. And I take any other gigs I can get along the way and piece together some kind of thing, some Mm -hmm. kind of income that works for me. Yeah. Yeah, right. And don't get me wrong, every year I'm still like, Hope this shit pans out. <laughs> like, it gets better. Yeah. It does yeah, get yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does get better. But it's also important in the beginning, like take Just keep grinding, man. Take any gig as a win. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I got yeah, paid to be behind a camera exactly. today. Mm-hmm. 
that is a step in the right direction. Take yeah. those small wins but and also, eventually they'll add up. You're smiling you. behind that camera. How many people out there aren't smiling when they're right. doing their jobs? Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. Like we we love what we do, you know, and we're getting paid to do it. But it's not the freelance life is not for everybody. No, 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 no. It's no. definitely not. It does yeah. take a certain well, type of like adaptability, masochism. <laughs> Just putting yourself through pain. But yeah. risk tolerance agony. is huge. Too, There's a certain you know? personality yeah. it takes to be a freelancer. It, like, it, it's true. You, it's you true. need to be a salesman. You need to be a businessman. Yeah, you need to be a hustle. creative. Hustling. You need to be a producer. Yeah. Like you're wearing multiple hats. I'll tell you one thing. It gets always, you really good at hats. talking to people. Because oh, when yeah. you're in control and if you fuck it up, like, yeah, there's a lot of stress involved there, but, like, there's a lot of pressure on you just to be able to just to be on the phone and talk with your client or, you know, try and uh, finagle a way into your new, a new job or something like that. Like, there's a lot of skills that come from uh, being freelance. I put on my resume uh, for years until I had better shit. <laughs> uh, freelancer from uh, when I graduated till now. And, like... Why I would put it on there is because I'd walk into an interview and go, because I've done everything. Yep. Not just uh. the stuff you want me to do, but like I talk to people, mm-hmm. I'm involved in the process, I deal with, you know, the structures and deadlines, and uh, and then I have to deliver something. Yep. So I've been a part and was in control of every one of those facets. So if, you know, freelancing is incredibly daunting and like, it's uh, for especially for a new person. Uh, it's it's like a thing that you think you can't do, but like if you do do it, you get so much out of it. I feel yep. like, and uh, and an appreciation too for like just um, having your own time. I think that was the best part of yeah, freelance. Yeah, definitely it's having your it's own irreplaceable. time. Yeah, yeah. Be, it's just it's being your own boss, setting your own hours. Like that, that's huge. That's amazing for itself, but. Like, as you know, like, you hit lows where it's like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. have a job for, like, one or it's two sacrifices months. Sacrifices right there, too. And it's yes. just like, you got you got to stay busy. You got to, like, work towards that goal. It's like, well, you know what? I don't have a client, but you know what? Let me make oh, personal dude. shit. Let dude, me... some days I feel lazy as fuck. Oh, yeah. No, I, I don't natural, man. I don't know. It's like, okay, well, like, in the, I've been fortunate this winter to have enough things. Like, like, I need nice. I, I need to have the creative juices flowing. Yeah. If I don't have, like, a gig or the collaboration, I'm working on some individual photo ideas. Yeah. Um, I'm, it's like you have, there's not a lack of ideas of shit I want to work on. So it just becomes, at some point, you got to devote some time to the things that bring you money and and then still where is the wiggle room to have enough time devoted to your creative projects. Yeah, your creative mm-hmm. And if you find that balance, it's a beautiful fucking thing. Yeah. Your own yeah. boss, you choose who you work with. And this is me, like, trying to pull people to the dark side. Like, I'll tell Alan this shit. <laughs> but so much of it. And I, don't, I got lucky, dude. I got lucky with just... I kind of got late in the game. I probably was, like, 24 getting in the video. You weren't lucky, dude. You you, no, you, you put in the later, work. dude. 25, 26 getting in the video. So I, by that time, I had, a conne- I had some connections. And I had mm-hmm. friends in the field. Mm-hmm. of, And they're talented already, like, filmmakers. And they went to film school. So mm-hmm. I was surrounded by filmmakers. So it was like, already yeah, like up? this. They would show me they'd show me great films mm-hmm. and documentaries and I was steeped in that for years. So it was a kind of a natural progression for me and I had some support and some people around me, but sometimes it feels fucking lonely. Yeah. Oh, and God, it feels yeah. like you're on this path alone and you're like, I don't know if this documentary idea is even good. Right. Does anybody even care? And like I, this goes back to like Trust your intuition yeah. and make the film or the project or the idea you want to make. And then hopefully you had some people around you that set the bar high yeah. so that yeah. the standards of 
what you're trying to make is You're at least decent. reaching for that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You're not going to hit the yeah. stars, but you're going to come close. Anything I make now, I'm just trying to get a little bit better. And if yeah, I do, yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, that's, you know? that's key, I think man. that's like just the keep only, improving. The only measurements that you have is like a sense of progress. Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. I feel like for a long time, my goal in life was, you know, the arbitrary make a bunch of money or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, it's, Come to a uh, head where I was like, that's not going to fucking happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, we do art. We do art. We're not going to make a ton of money. So at least I'll be happy. Yeah. I can't wait till this dude's just like balling. Right? Like, just running his like, own post production company. Yeah. So you remember that time you said you're not going to make money? Exactly. Running I mean, maybe. Maybe. You come back to the podcast, he'll show up in his private little helicopter on the house. Well, like if you want it. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You're not driven by money. No, no, not anymore. <laughs> uh, not especially when we were talking about the student loans thing. That thing, uh, it's it's a it's a fucking devil that hangs over there, and like yeah. it's spiraled yeah, out of control. You said um, you said you're 18 when you make that decision, right. and like yeah, maybe uh, 17. Who's really informed on that? Well, no. yeah, and then like my oh, mom, so who you was, trust your parents at that exactly. time, right? Right. Well, my mom, who was in the room, she's not a financial. Uh, uh, you know, she's not a, a fucking guru. accountant, yeah. right? <laughs> a financial advisor. So yeah. she, I was the third kid to go through like the the. So there was some experience there, but like my sister went to a university, my brother went to a tech school, and I went to a privately funded, uh, privately owned school. Mm-hmm. So the all of the terms are completely different from even all of those three things. So she's in the room with me, an eighteen year old fuckwad who's like, I like videos, and <laughs> we're being told these like things, and we can't fucking understand what they're saying. And mm-hmm. it turns out like I feel it's designed that way though. Yeah, to intimidate, and or not just in, not to intimidate, to uh, to confuse. Yes. Uh, and like leaving college uh, left me with uh, I'll, I'll, okay I'll say it on on here I've been waiting to say this oh, uh, yeah right. so okay so after leaving and having the six month period and then not being able to pay a huge payment for years right now I'm at two hundred and ten thousand dollars worth of student debt and the reason why I want to tell people about that you know it's like a taboo like don't tell people how much you make it's like ah oh, fuck that. off no. Like, uh, that gives more power to the people that are employing you. Right. I, I wholeheartedly disagree with that. It's like, tell everyone how much you make. Yep. Because nine times out of ten, the company is screwing the employees. And you oh, realize, yeah. like, well, oh, what? How much are you making? Well, yeah. it's I'm a business. Let's not bash the company. You, you, but, you know, they're you trying to make as much company, company money true. as they end. But you, know? you got to know I, your I own agree. value. No, it's true. There's a middle street. There's a middle road. I'd like to hear Andrew speak on that a little bit. Sure, sure. I uh, I have the I have the contention with uh, the personal feeling of not being able to like tell your your whether it, for me like it's my debt but uh, or how much you make so like the personal contention comes in with like I don't mind telling how much I make because I want you to make as much as I do yes uh, especially when I was working with a bunch of editors I was like uh, you know I never did because you're not supposed to ask how much you make but I would forfeit mine I'd say this is how much I'm making yeah. and if I got the feeling that we're on the you know whether it's a skill level or something like that guy was getting paid more it's like you deserve more obviously yep. but like with with the student debt and the the 18 year old thing and being in the in the thing I feel like something wasn't told to me in a certain way and I I feel really angry when you know I'll say the country just to be really vague. Uh, when when people say, like, well, you were making that decision, it's your fault. Yeah. It's like, well, but it was an uninformed you're right. Decision. I fucked up. But, like, how much 
could I really bear that responsibility? It was a it was a thing that really kind of fucked with me. So mm-hmm. now, just to bring it back, uh, I'm not motivated by money <laughs> because money kind of like skews my vision of how I feel. I want to be happy is is mo- more important. I was really happy at my last job because the the pay was perfect the times like i sure i did some overtime but i wanted to do it it felt good and like uh and and finally after uh you know fucking nine years or so i landed a full-time job that challenged me Mm -hmm. that was surrounded by people who who just like my friends in college uh who uh, i wanted to impress and that uh that cultivated uh, even though even i'm making stupid shitty little commercials but we always had like really fun conversations about the thing and, and I could eat and, and pay rent. So I was like, yeah. woo, I'm killing it. <laughs> so it's kind of tough, like, uh, to find that, like, perfect thing. And then, by the way, I was like, go, because it was Sears. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, uh, it's it's hard to find it. I'm kind of like, I feel really bad because I have to find something like but that you, in the future. But, but at least you know you can do it. You did right. do it, and you will find something. I think so. Soon. Because it's like, once you taste some kind of sense of success. Yeah. It's, you can snowball that. It's you can keep when, you're, when you're in it, you realize you're like, oh, I'm kind of doing it. Right. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's how it felt. And I feel like you can still get that. Like, I did get that feeling from freelance a lot because you're you're doing... And freelance less so. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, I mean... Because it's like... You're in control of it. Yeah. You're like your own entity. Yeah. It doesn't feel yeah. like you, yeah. you're legitimized by a production house. I don't yeah, you like have someone behind you standing right. behind you. You yes. did it. Like, Here's yeah. and they cut you it. Like when you get that fat check in the mail... And yeah. it's like a legit like payroll check. Like, yeah. yeah. It's just like, like this is all me, baby. Yeah. I'm a yeah. big boy That's now. Right. That's why I call them my big boy jobs. But there, <laughs> but there is that stress too when you're waiting. Yeah. Like, you're waiting on check. It's been like a month. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, you have the hounds. Some, I've been like, yo, there, right? where's my, first, my money? My first freelance right. big fat Smash check. Smash some skulls. That's one of those things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I always think of like Stewie from like Family Guy with the bath. Like, where's my money? I'm gonna sick you on their ass next time they're slacking. Yeah, no, seriously. Sometimes that's, that's people. I mean, you know, every every business has their own thing, but sometimes, yeah, like you know, like I usually wait a month, but like I, once the month starts coming, I'm hitting you with emails yeah. going, "Hey, how's this coming along?" Yeah, you know, right. communication is a huge thing. Yeah. That it goes a long way, and but it doesn't become that overwhelming, like you said. Like, oh, right. I gotta like produce this and talk to people. Yeah. It's just a bunch of bullshit. Quick meetings, yep. quick, okay, the logistics. Like, if you can multitask a little bit, you can get through by producing an, yeah. a, a gig and, and talking to a client and working through the vision. Right. And a lot of times you feel like you kind of are bullshitting them because you're kind of like selling a product to them. Mm-hmm. And it does take some self-assurance and self-confidence to be like, yep. <laughs> like if you get a budget. Like one of the first times I worked with a budget that was like, you know, thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. You're like fuck, like yeah, there's, there's a little yeah. weight on your shoulders. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah. I got, I got to come but correct. For, fortunately, um, it was the best client I could hope for. No, that's cool. And it was for this nonprofit organization called Calm Classroom. Mm-hmm. And okay. Calm Classroom brings like meditation. They, they want to say meditation. I would say med- meditative and calming techniques to public schools in oh, Chicago. That's awesome. Which is the greatest idea because it's something yeah, that it I really personally is. resonated yeah. with me. Dude, I'm- and I think anything that can calm kids down in the classroom, it helps the kids, it helps the teacher. It's a better environment to learn, especially in some areas where these kids are all riled yeah, up. And, and, See, and, and, and some stress from home and there's a lot of – in the city, there's, that could be – it's super useful. And they're starting to grow and I was able to like 
jump on and help them forge a new brand identity for themselves. That's awesome. So we basically went into Chicago public schools, made short documentaries. That's awesome. More or less. So the promotion of video that's on their site is something that me and some friends made. And it's just like us filming in Chicago public schools, pulling some of the teachers and students aside and asking them how it helps them. And like it wasn't like we had to like make anything up. That was yeah. Like, there was no real like it was just like yeah. what that, can you make from this? Anyway? That wasn't an example of like stand in front of the camera and say calm classroom is great. It was yeah. like no, was we're no just going to give you a genuine a genuine a reaction to yeah. how it helps us. Awesome. So that was like I didn't really have to sell anything. I think mm-hmm. it was like you guys do great work, and we can just do something with this. Yeah, you want to share their story, right? That was something great. But when it, when the price tag of the budget goes up or the project, that can be a little bit like, you know, it could, it could be a lot sometimes. So yeah. think about how we're going to execute this, how we're going to do this. Is this going to succeed? And um, thank God it did. Yeah. And I'm, like, super proud of it and happy. Yeah, they're, and they're so, like, stoked on the, the, the project. And, and But damn, man, it's... It could be a little bit uh, hectic, a little yeah. bit scary at those yeah, moments really. where you're like Absolutely. not working on like you know, like you know, like a friend gives you a couple hundred bucks to shoot something. It's not mm-hmm. like that anymore, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's at a higher level. Yeah. All right, so uh, yeah, we're definitely getting close to that time. Why don't we uh, wrap things up with your uh, one story you have for us? Okay, so one story I can think of that was like along the path of being like a, a visual artist. You need sometimes you need like reassurances, like okay. You're on the right path. Like there's little yeah. like there's little things that will Keep come going. up, little, little signposts, signs, little yeah. things like this is going for you, this is working. And one of those was I went to uh, Pitchfork, and I would say I've I've experienced sneaking into music festivals and popping oh, yeah. fences and sure, running yeah. very fast, snugging a Lollapalooza. You know, been like, into North Coast four years I, in a row without paying. <laughs> I mean, you can, it's doable, right? And you I hear, just go in when, with my camera equipment and say I'm a freelancer. Okay, so <laughs> this podcast we don't condone any crime. That's pretty much. It's pretty much where this is going. It's pretty much where it's going. So one of my favorite days was probably when um, my buddy Naki, who is a very talented painter, mm-hmm. I worked with him like a little short thing I made with him before. <laughs> He's just like a uh, one thing about Naki you gotta know. He's just like a he's like a force of nature. He's <laughs> a walking like looks like he paints. His shit's covered in paint. He's got a suitcase. He's got he makes his own jewelry, he has bangles, the colorful <laughs> afro <laughs> earrings. Everything's like he's a walking like solar system of a person. <laughs> that's, that's an awesome description. I we love that. Walk up to Pitchfork. And I go, I, so like Pitchfork's like, Union Park was like walking distance from my house. So like, let's just go try, see if we can get into Pitchfork. Yeah. May, probably not, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to bring my camera. Maybe I'll get in. And we get to Pitchfork and Naki walks up to like, he just starts talking to some of the security guards, like a little side gate. It's not the main gate, like mm-hmm. little side gates. It's key. And he's like, yo, get your camera out. I'm like, why? He's like, just say that like, I'm an artist at the show, and like you took my photo. We stepped out, and we had to get we gotta get back in now. But we're supposed to be in there. 
Now, Key is, like, talented. He's been at, like, North Coast as, like, one of the vendor artists. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, he's, like, been. So he kind of, like, he might know a few buddies his in yeah. was, like, I'm a vendor artist, and you stepped out. We took a photo. Now we got to get back in. Yeah. So we walk up to this young dude. As most of these security guards, like, yep. still, like, 17. Because yeah, yeah, they're just yeah. working to get free Very tickets gullible. for the next year. They're, yeah. like, not. They don't care. They're not, no, getting, really, they're not getting paid yeah. to chase people all fucking day. You know what I'm no. saying? Like, <laughs> I know that from, like, friends, firsthand accounts. Yep. They're not getting paid to chase you all day. So just right. jump and right. run faster than the other people. Yep. We walk up to this 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 very impressionable like probably eighteen year old nice guy, and Naki just like steamrolls him with energy. He's like, "Yo, man, we just like stepped outside real quick. Like, yo, this is my boy. He's got his camera. Da, 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 da. You know, like says some shit." And the kid's like, "What? Like, I don't know what to do with this." Like, uh, he's like, "Okay." Like, looking around, but he's by himself. He's like, "He's like, I don't know." Like, just make sure you check in with the get your photo pass from that booth over there. I'm like, "Oh yeah, okay, for sure. I'll get my photo pass. Okay, whatever." Right, right. We walk in. Now, Naki's girl at the time. Had a media pass. Okay. She was a part of the. She was like a producer. Worked yeah. in the event. Yeah. Somehow I get her pass. I'm in Pitchfork with my camera. So that means now, I kind of yeah free reign unofficially you get to go want. onto the stage yes. now and shoot photos of mm-hmm. Tribe Called Quest. Oh, oh, oh God damn you! Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would have went ape shit. I wouldn't of, be able to control um, myself. Dude, uh, of Future Islands, of um, uh, Nicholas Jar, of uh, man, so many amazing artists that day. Uh, Naki is a walking suitcase selling art and jewelry. <laughs> yeah. he, we, I happen True to take look. some LSD, and uh, I'm having the best day of my life. <laughs> yeah. On the stage, taking Q-tips photo. Oh, you know, oh that's dope. Like I'm, I'm the unofficial press guy, and people are asking me at the, you know, at the gate, like, who are you? You know, like, <laughs> who, who are you with? We're with like Fader. We're with like. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm with, with me. I'm with me. Yeah. Independent. <laughs> the yeah. artist hired me. Yeah. yeah. And so many, I feel like so many of my experiences have kind of been that way, where sometimes it's like the right place at the right time. There's those things yeah. for sure. Oh, God. That yeah. do happen. But you got to take a risk, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like trying to yes. sneak in the pitch work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right, right. Yes. It's a gamble. You got to roll the dice sometimes. It's, it's not like it's in the, like, it completely like changed my career. It just kind of like puts you. Like, I did that, too, and I was like, yeah, this is, like, very doable. I, I got to shoot, you know, I legitimately got to shoot at, like, you know, Riot Fest and North yeah. Coast yeah. and things of that nature. But it was just, like, I didn't think of cam- – my camera was always kind of, like, that tool that was on me, and I just took it with me places. I didn't – and it always kind of was that way in the beginning, and I wanted it – and it's always still kind of that way. Yeah, It's, like, your tool. It's not, like, mm-hmm. I need to – I don't want to use my gear that day because it's risky, because it's expensive, and right. I don't know if this is worth the risk or the chance. To me, my camera was just kind of glued to my side, yep. and I was the right place at yeah. the right time, had the right person to just bulldoze our way into, you know, and then you're in this experience, and you're backstage with Tribe Called Quest, and you're like... <sighs> so jelly. You know, That's like, amazing, was, dude. So that was like one of the most amazing times that happened to me, like serendipitously with a camera. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really special. Yeah. So yeah, moral of the story, people. Take risks. Yeah. Absolutely. Have yeah. to gamble. Hell yeah. God, that, that's a great story, man. That's Thank so you for sad. that. That was good. Um, thank you for having me, man. Hell yeah, dude. I'm glad you came on. Uh, where where yeah, can people you. find you for for freelance Just work? Google anything? that shit, man. <laughs> 
Literally, uh, it's just that simple. My, my just name. Google jo- Joey Delisi, and he is the number one search, and you will find. I hope I got the other ones beat, man. There's a couple out there. Dude. <laughs> no, dude, yeah, I, I literally they're just in did like orchestra and shit. It's like Highlander. You have to <laughs> find if you them type and in, kill them. If you type in joeydelisi.com is my my site, my portfolio. You can find me on Instagram. And uh, I definitely have some more fun things coming out. We got a music video with Mr. Andrew Garcia. Help me out yeah. nice. uh, tomorrow for this Collab band, Little project. Church. Ooh. This band, Little Churches, is a very talented local Chicago psych rock band. Yeah. I really fuck with their music, and cool. that's why I'm a part of it. And I'm bringing my man AG over here to help out <laughs> yeah. on set. And so nice. we're gonna try some shit out in this crazy warehouse uh, location we found that's yeah. like super old and probably haunted. Yeah. And are you gonna, <laughs> probably haunted. <laughs> are you going to try to buy it after you shoot it? Yeah. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, he's been looking there's, for oh, a warehouse. For, I'm, I'm trying to rent a warehouse, I'm not man. I want disclose. it to be my studio slash apartment. Well, dude, we yeah. can talk to some... I, I, I know we have... So we have, a, we, know, we have a few contacts on site that like they rent out like a little chunk of a corner of the artist space that's for cheap. I, yeah. So I'm not going to give out, disclose the location. Yeah, but yeah. But it's like, it's like that. It's like an old warehouse and I, was I am that Mexican where I can fix it up and make it look Mexican. <laughs> Listen, man, it, it seems like they just like. So build. you're a Mexican? Yes, sir. Ooh, that's what America's founded on right there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ones that can. Yeah. Heard that. Oh, fuck. But that place is like more or less you put like three walls up and you have a space. It's like. Yeah. It looks like they just like. There's a lot of yeah. room and. That's dope. You know, it'll be, it'll be cool. fun, dude. Oh, yeah, I'm pumped. I'm trying to take the clusterfuck of like. The production and and like and like distill it into something simple, so that mean you can just like yeah, roll. just run and play. So like that's a challenge in its own right. To, <laughs> to think of yeah. a shot list, lighting, timing, da 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 da. You're working with talent. You're working with costumes. You're making a schedule, but like hopefully you can distill it down to something that's not overwhelming on the set, and you can just execute and like be present. Yeah, and that's the plan. Yeah, definitely. So cool. Oh yeah, well uh, that's the, the game. We'll share it. And we'll put it in the show notes once it's yeah. Released. We'll definitely post that shit once it's cool. ready and up and going. Cool. Definitely, man. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks for being on, man. Thank you for having me, guys. Awesome. Yeah. Was this episode number seven? Seven. All right. Good job, guys. Lucky number seven. Yeah. Lucky number seven. Hell yeah. Justice, man. Salud. Cool. All right. So we need space to both walk past each other. Okay. I think we can replicate that here. So we do one of these. Yeah. Walk past. Okay. okay. Like stay this? that way. Stay away. Don't turn. Then now I walk around you, and you walk backwards. Okay. And so we can keep doing this circle. That's the do si do. That's the do si do. That seems like some amateur shit, bro. Dude, no one knows about this shit. It's fucking underground. Underground. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there you go. Mike, Google do si do. You have to dig to find this. Like, subscribe. <laughs> Do it.